Arlington police say protests Monday remain generally peaceful, but say there were, quote, several agitators. Send me another unit, please. Send me another unit. A movement, I'm telling you, they're not going to stop. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. We were told, don't try to help anybody. Don't bring nobody back to the ship. Get back here as fast as you can to get another load. We gotta get manpower on the beach. The first wave I was on, and not a man survived out of that. We heard over the news broadcast they attacked Pearl Harbor. pulled into Pearl Harbor. I'd never seen such a mess in my life. and I've even had to pull bodies out of the water. One that gets me so bad that I'll never forget. I reached out and grabbed him by the hair, started to lift his body out. He was slipping, I reached over and grabbed his arm, and the meat just come right off the bone. I'll never forget that. At least 10 feet, the water was just blood red. Bodies all over, even dropped the gate down on top of bodies. Couldn't help it. And there was quite a few injured that we still couldn't bring them back because we had to get manpower on the beach. There was one young boy, he couldn't have been over 17. When we dropped off the load, he said, I want my mama. We couldn't stop to help him and bring him back or nothing. It was, it was mean. Hat tip, memoirs of World War II. Welcome back to Into the Fray. I have to interrupt our series on censored topics. Today was supposed to be on the overwhelming evidence of election fraud around the country, but that's going to have to wait now. This is going to be short and pointed. Nearly all our social norms, the underpinnings of a successful society rooted in the most basic, fundamental understanding of human nature, are being attacked and destroyed. And we are on the precipice of crossing a line, a line receiving barely any notice, and with even less consideration, the gravity of which I think far too few understand. The left is trying to include women in the draft. It's all about diversity, inclusion, and equity. Except this one doesn't perpetuate cancel culture. It perpetuates the darkest war crimes. Let me introduce the changes they're trying to implement, and then I'll explain what I mean. From the Washington Examiner, July 20th. Some Senate Democrats are reportedly looking to require women to register for the military draft. A component attached to the National Defense Authorization Act would strike male exclusivity from the Selective Service System and update diction to include all Americans according to a draft of the bill. The National Defense Authorization Act is considered a must-pass piece of legislation. 
In deciding to drop the requirement, the committee delegated an independent commission to study its implications. This is a necessary and fair step, making it possible to draw on the talent of a unified nation in a time of national emergency, the commission wrote in the 2020 final report. The worst ideas are always couched in the most glowingly crafted language. Now remember, that was from July 20th, just a few days ago. And from TimCast.com, July 23rd. Senate Armed Services Panel votes to make women register for the draft. Democrats introduced the change to be added to the National Defense Authorization Act for 2022. Three days. That didn't take long. Three days after it goes public, it's already passed committee. Back to the article. The National Defense Authorization Act approved by the committee on Wednesday amends the Military Selective Service Act to require the registration of women for selective service, according to a summary released in the closed-door vote. If this is allowed to stand, and the Democrats have power to implement this right now, the new provision in NDAA will include women in the draft. Understand that, legally speaking, we don't have a permanent standing army. The continued passage of the National Defense Authorization Act is what keeps our military going. Without it, we would, legally, have to disband, as I understand it, everything except the Navy. The NDAA is going to pass. It has to pass. That's what makes this universal draft provision so dangerous. The Senate Armed Services Committee has included it in a bill that has to pass. Diversity, inclusivity, and equity is driving us to ignore basic tenets of human nature. If we want to draft women into the armed forces and keep them far, far away from anywhere people are getting blown up, if we want to conscript women to maintain the infrastructure required to support combat, maybe we have something to talk about. But we're already putting women in combat. It's a short step into general infantry that is then sent to war against an opposing world power. Now, before anyone starts going off about how we've already had women in combat and this doesn't change anything, let me stop you. We've had a few women in combat situations where we have had an overwhelming superiority of force generally. We have never put large numbers of women into combat against another world power, and for good reasons. When World War I broke out, it had been nearly a hundred years since world powers had gone head-to-head. The technology to kill and maim had advanced far beyond what anyone realized. The battlefields of World War I are very often referred to as meat grinders. Guess what? It's been about the same time gap since the last time world powers went head-to-head, and the technology to kill and maim has again advanced far beyond what at least I think anyone now realizes. By orders of magnitude. Meat grinder is almost certainly an inadequate descriptor now. If you want to see an entire generation of young men go as dark as possible, send them to war and put them in combat with their counterpart women. Men are hardwired to protect. It is ingrained in us. You can argue that many men have abandoned that instinct, but the roots are still there. Just as attraction between men and women is still rooted in traits related to survival and reproduction, a steady, constant, no matter how much our society changes, the male instinct to protect is still in there even if it's repressed or ignored. The psychological effects of this biological imperative are not to be underestimated. If we mandate a generation of men to witness the toll of combat on their complementary generation of women, women shot through the head, 
blown up, screaming in agony, riddled with shrapnel, captured and abused by the enemy. If we mandate that, we will breed a generation of men with such hatred for the enemy that there is no level of depravity they will refrain from in their retribution. And that generation will despise us for our foolish hubris. You want to guarantee war crimes? You want to see unprecedented depravity in war? You want to utterly destroy the souls of a generation of young men? This is how you do it.